So before we even start the show, I got to ask you, what is a video game hot take that you have? A video game hot take that I have. Um, mostly every Souls-like game is not good. Oh, what? <laughs> everybody, everybody tricks themselves on saying that they're good. Most of them are not good. So, so for you, it's almost like they're almost like off-brand sodas. Yeah, it's like RC Cola to the Coca-Cola, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I will I, I will get into it, but yes, yeah, that's 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 what I that's that's one of my hot takes. I love that. I love that. Any more hot takes you got for us? Because that that that's a bomb right there. Uh Zelda Breath of the Wild is an okay game. I like that. I, I'm right there with you. I'm not yeah. a Breath of the Wild person. Uh, that's an okay game. I I I I get that they change the formula and stuff, but like for the most part, it's like eh. okay. I'm right yeah. there with you. I'm right yeah. there with you. Everybody, if you didn't know, this is the single player experience, the premier podcast for single player gamers to find about good single player games to play and get good game recommendations. I'm your host, as always, Sebastian Malda, and joining me today is the destroyer of all the realms he is the one who defeats all the souls games he is the person who's taken down everything in boulders gate 3 he is the armored one himself my guest today is none other than harv the souls king parmar how you doing today I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm back again. I'm back again. I, I mean, love having you, man, on the show. But yeah, second time on the on, and man, it is is long overdue, man. Thank you for making the time. Yeah, no worries. Anytime, anytime. So you know, before we get started, I, I you know, last time you were on, we did the I think like your favorite games of all time. We talked about the Souls games. I gotta ask you, what you've been playing lately, man? Oh God! What have I have I been playing? Um, I finished up Liza P uh, recently, so I okay. finished off that game. Uh, I've put in, I put in condos two hundred and something hours in Baldur's Gate three. Okay. So I've I've put a lot of time into that game. Uh, I did some Starfield. Okay. I rolled uh, I rolled credits on Starfield because I was like, oh, you know what? I wanna I wanna see what the hype is that everybody. I got I got riled into the hype. You know, I got riled into the hype. I was like, okay. And then uh, I haven't fully gotten through uh, Armored Core 6 just yet. Okay. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You gave us a hot take at the the cold <laughs> intro of the show. I'm going to give you a hot take right now. I think Starfield might be the worst AAA mainline story I've played in a very long time. Oh, I to me, that's not a hot take because it was boring as hell. <laughs> yes. It was boring as, like, I... I I, the side stories in the game are so much better oh, yeah. than the main story. Because, like, you're just getting this MacGuffin and just trying to get all the other MacGuffins. At this, like, you know, that's all you're doing from point A to point B and then back and then point A to point B again and then back. It's just, it just wasn't that fun. It just wasn't, it wasn't, If I feel like if the exploration was a little bit better, I think I would have enjoyed, like, the main story and exploring all these planets a little bit more. But I think after a while, I was just like, all right, just, 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 just end this for me, man. Just end this for me. <laughs> yeah, I almost wish like Starfield was like an anthology <laughs> series game where you played as a different character who who like a different character with a different set like micro stories of like, oh, this character is a part of this faction and this is their story. And I love the faction so stories. Cool. The faction stories too. were mm -hmm. so good. The Ryujin story, the the space pirate story. That was those were really yeah. really well done. But I think it's just like kind of a, a Bethesda go to is where the side stories always usually are like better. 
than like the the main stories for the most part that I've that I've I've only played the Fallout game. I don't play Elder mm -hmm. Scrolls. I've never played Elder Scrolls. What? So, yeah, I've never played uh, like El whatever the older Elder Scrolls is, like the one More they keep remaking. Oblivion and Skyrim. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Skyrim. I've never touched that game, <laughs> <laughs> but I've done I've done all the Fallout games. And I've always thought, like even Fallout Four, where I always, I thought like the the side stories were a lot better than the main story themselves. Do you think they can like? Do you think like we still like that in twenty twenty three, or do you feel like you know like that's sort of like an antique way of doing things? I think I, I think it's an antique way of doing things because we have games like Cyberpunk yeah. that come come out right, which where the main story is amazing and the side stories are really really good as well. Right when you have these RPGs, Baldur's Gate. I know it's not the same kind of game. It's an RPG, yeah. right? The side stories in that game are so good, and then the main story is like it's even better than the side stories. Oh yeah, for sure. So like, it's I feel like when it came to Starfield, maybe they were developing it in like a uh, in a vacuum in, in a, a way hyperbolic timer chamber. <laughs> yeah, and they come out, they're like, oh my god, what is cyberpunk? What yeah. is happening? And then I it's like. Yeah, I said that before too, because like, um, like I my biggest pet peeve on like um on Starfield is the fact that you can't like call people because like on Cyberpunk there's this really nifty thing they did where like you do a mission and that person just calls you right after the mission's done and they they talk about how well they think you did in that mission and then they wire you your money like yeah. I don't have to go back to the the quest giver and basically say oh I did a good job this is my report on everything like that we just talk about it over the phone because it's a futuristic game the amount of times I had to teleport to the lodge every oh single time <laughs> just to put down an artifact that looks the same as all the other artifacts oh yeah yeah i oh man but the thing is like i i i, I put a review for point in progress mm -hmm. about about starfield and the, the the best thing that i can say about it is that if you are a bethesda fan like a diehard bethesda fan this game is for you like yeah. this is a bethesda ass game everything that you want from a bethesda game it's in there i think this game is gonna have longevity for the people that love that kind of game but people that are just be like, oh man, like maybe the next or next big RPG, I don't think Starfield's it. No, no, I, I'm right there with you. I and also it's like Starfield feels like in two years it's gonna be a hell of a game because it's gonna have a lot of mods, it's gonna have a lot of extra content, probably. They're probably gonna patch this thing to where it's 60 FPS on consoles finally. Oh, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, this it'll feel like a new, a brand new car in two years, just like Cyberpunk right now with its 2.0 and Phantom Liberty feels like a brand new experience. Which is on my next list now. That's the next thing on my list is the 2.0 update for Cyberpunk and then jumping into Phantom Liberty. I'm so excited to jump into that game now. As you play so many games, I feel like they're just going to have to IV food into you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, I. I don't know. I don't know what it is because like Blaze of P, I finished in like three days, I think. Because oh, yeah. like, the game, like, like Souls games, they just come naturally to me for the most mm -hmm. part, right? But like there are like Baldur's Gate. Yes, I put an unhealthy amount of time into Baldur's <laughs> Gate. I will. I will one hundred percent agree to that. Um, but like, I don't know. I like when it comes to like Cyber. I've already played Cyberpunk. I already finished it from like when it first came out. Mm -hmm. So now I'm excited to see like what they've changed. Maybe I'll maybe I'll finish it quickly. I don't know, but I don't. I don't. I haven't went back and played old games this year. I guess that's one of the big things. You haven't needed to. <laughs> you really yeah, haven't needed Ex to. Exactly. There's been so many good games this year that I haven't needed to like go back to like an MMO or anything like that because I have so many games to play now.
So I think this brings up a question I was I was prepping you with um, before like we started the show. It's like I'm so curious. The Game Awards historically it does like around six games every year that they nominate for Game of the Year. Um, if they stick true to that, like it stick true, they don't do like anything like crazy and expand it to like ten or twelve. Like, what six games do you think is getting in this year? So I've had this conversation with a couple people. Uh, yeah, and. I hope they don't go over six. I, I, I hope, hope they don't. I I want them to cut like you know cut like the cut it off somewhere so they don't have like mm-hmm. all these nominees. I Zelda and Baldur's Gate are my two top games this year. Okay, uh, those are the locks. Yeah, those are the locks. One hundred percent locks. Then it comes into the next one because I think Spider Man because we haven't played Spider Man yet, right? Spider Man mm-hmm. doesn't come out for another two weeks or so. So I th- I think it's the lock as well at this point just to see like. Just seeing the previews that other people are talking about where it's just like it's just more spider-man it's like well that just means it's gonna be good yeah it's, just gonna, it's gonna be amazing right there's more there's <laughs> more spider-man though beat beat out like all these other great games that we had like re4 um like re4 um street fighter was it street fighter 6 street fighter 6 yeah that street came fighter out just, 6 just, yeah. um like mk1 sea of stars um like dredge i'm like what we had this and i know i'm like snubbing some people just name it hi-fi rush i'm like does more spider-man beat out some of these like novel like novel new experiences i think so because how big spider-man is yeah like spider-man is going to be the best-selling game on the playstation like one week into the into its life cycle <laughs> it's gonna be the best it's gonna be the best-selling game because it, it's spider-man yeah um so I think Spider-Man's going to be on the list. I think RE4 remake's going to be on the list as well. Okay. Uh, because they put precedence now that RE2 made the list couple, like, whatever year that was. Uh, I think it was, like, 2019, I think it was, that RE2 made the list. So I think they'll put could it on the list this year. Could we live in a world that that Alan Wake 2 is better than RE4, though? Does that oh, take man. the spot? I if it does then yeah if they if they're gonna add, if they're gonna go between the two I think I think it does for sure. Uh, okay. I I have I I like Alan Wake one. I thought it was a great game. I'm not one of the people that are like a cult classic. Like this is this is like an amazing game. I thought it was good. So I'm I'm still kind of I still have my reservations on Alan Wake two, but I like the vibe that they're going towards uh, for the game. Yeah. Uh, so right now from what like is known and what i've played this year i feel like that right there and then from what i've seen and what i've played a little bit of sea of stars could could make the list okay so as that's the, four. as the as the indie game as the the token indie game <laughs> it's the you know you got you got your strays in there yeah. you know you got like those kind of games so i feel like and then you had like celeste one year <laughs> mm-hmm. so okay what is that is that four uh, so like, hold on. We got Tears of the uh, Tears of the Kingdom. We got Boulder's Gate. We got Sea of Stars. That's three, and then we got Spider Man, and then Re Four. If yeah. so, that's five. I'm like, but okay. So I'm gonna name some games. You tell me who's who's gonna make the cut. Really, okay. really quick. So we got um, Street Fighter Six, Dead Space remake. We got Final Fantasy Sixteen. Final Fantasy Sixteen. That's the other one whoa yes that is the other one i i oh yeah that's another game i played this year too it's final fantasy 16. um i thought i forgot that game even came out yeah <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah i'm like but i'm like man it's like dang so all the so if we were doing that logic here's the games that got snubbed then it's like pigmen uh both mario games this year 
Like, they'll be they'll be nominated for best family game. It's fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> they'll, be, okay. They'll, they'll be they'll be best family game. <laughs> Street Fighter, Diablo for uh, Diablo, um, Jedi Survivor, Dredge. Um, let's see, what's another snub? Um, <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. Um, Fire Emblem Engage, Metroid Prime Remastered. Um, I I I want like I wish I could put Jedi Survivor on the list. It just I think the first one's way better than the second one, and the the quality of when it got released was so bad. Yeah. And I I can't I can't put it like I I don't think that it should be nominated because it just came out in a poor like state, especially on PC because I played it on PC. I can respect that. Yeah, I I think the the first impression might might like drive it back a little bit yeah so so liza p is not making the the, the the like not making it then uh not not on the on the uh game of the year stuff because okay i have my own criticisms for liza p okay but i think i think it'll be under independent game for sure okay. i think i think it'll be on that list 100 percent um that- yeah all right so <laughs> I, I was looking at ign's like nines and above really quick and i was just yeah. like that I feel like that's kind of a good indicator, but like so, out of all those Remnant Two, Pizza Tower, Pizza Tower is amazing. By the way, y'all should definitely play that if y'all haven't. Um, but like ten out of tens was Boulder's Gate, Metroid Prime, um, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, RE4. Those are the tens out tens out of tens according to IGN. So RE4 got like, a ten, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I feel like that's a we got a strong list there. We got I think so list. too. What what did you? I don't know if we had this discussion last time. Did you like mm-hmm. Tears of the Kingdom before? Uh, yeah. This year? I'm no, it was was your thing. Person, no, okay. no, it was. I know everyone's like probably going to scream at me when they hear this episode, but like I felt like I didn't like Breath of the Wild very much, and Tears of the Kingdom feels like Breath of the Wild. I don't, I you know, like I don't really. I understand there's depths now. I understand there's skies and everything like that. It still feels like a um i guess a combat system that feels like it is so simple very very antiquated too yes yeah Yeah. and i'm like i can't get into that um (laughs) i agree with that i can't get into that oh dave the diver is another one that got really oh that's that's a game i haven't jumped into yet it's dave the diver and i've heard amazing things about it from everybody that's played it so man this year is so stacked it's so we're not we're not done yet we're not we're not even done yet other than like we didn't What's even the... mention Octopath Traveler two and yeah and all those. the latest game coming out this year is what Avatar yeah On Avatar the 7th, is right? the December seventh yeah yeah it'll I think it's past the cutoff right for for like the Game Awards I think so yeah yeah, yeah. so I'm like it's, it's next year's problem but I don't necessarily know if it's gonna be a problem for for next year it, yeah it's 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 like the what was it the Smash Brothers thing where Smash yeah. Brothers came out really late but like Smash Brothers is like an amazing game. Compared to like what you be, I think what what Avatar is gonna be like. I don't think anybody's really gonna. No, no yeah. one's gonna. No one's gonna cry and bitch and moan about like Avatar getting snubbed out of the whole Game Awards. I don't think. Yeah. I, I'm getting, I'm getting like bootleg Far Cry vibes from that game. If I'm being honest, and I don't necessarily think. I think that's a game is gonna come and go. If yeah. I'm being honest. I mean, if you're a great, if you love Avatar, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, even still, right. I, uh, even still, like licensed games aren't made all equally. Like, uh, like before Batman and Spider Man came around, we were all looking at licensed games. Like, nah, we'll those are a waste of times, you know. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it. Uh, I don't see it setting the world on fire, kind of type thing. 
so uh, this is an interesting con like conversation too because like all of all the games we listed what is going to be the outcry of the video game industry where like people are going to say oh that game got snubbed if like if our six game if six games we listed i believe it was um boulder's gate <laughs> tears of the kingdom it was re4 um which one am i missing re4 it was um and three others zelda so tears of the kingdom yeah. boulder's gate um re4 final fantasy 16 final fantasy 16 and sea of stars sea of stars got the indie indie one on lock and then yeah. and then we we're missing one more i think um um yeah yeah that's that's crazy what was the top game we were missing um final fantasy 16 we talked about dead yeah. like it went dead space it went diablo it went high fire rush it went street fighter it went metroid uh now, why, why am i forgetting this all of a sudden we, we, we literally just talked about this okay so sea of stars one yeah um tears of the kingdom two um like two boulders gate three we got uh final fantasy 16 spider-man spider-man that's, that's what we're forgetting that's what we're missing yeah that's what we're missing yeah so i'm like if all those stand packed which by the way i don't know mario wonder might have something to say for a lot of people yeah, but, I, I I hope so. I I mean, like part of me wishes that Mario RPG could make the list because I love <laughs> Mario RPG. So, you know, like I'm I'm hoping that's a that's a really good game and that kind of makes the list. But yeah, I have a feeling Mario RPG is going to be looked at the same way that Metroid Prime Remastered is looked at, to where like it's a good game, but is it is still kind of like a remaster? So yeah, does it quite make the list because it's not because it's a remaster? You know, but RE4 is the same way too. That's a remake though. You know, like that's a br it's like a it's like a remake in a brand new engine though, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So I'm like, I feel like that's the way they look at it. And it's but I have no idea. Like it could I don't know, it could backfire on RE4 too. I think regardless of which six get into it, I think it's a two-man race at this point. I do too, yeah. I, I think for how much uh Zelda has like Zelda, Zelda, Zelda's gonna Zelda no matter what it comes when it comes out, Zelda. right? Yeah. Baldur's Gate three, I feel like so I'm a huge Larry Studios fan. I've played Divinity Original Sin two. I played so much of Divinity that mm -hmm. uh, when that uh, when they had like the the definitive edition that came out, um, I knew what they were capable of, but I did not expect this on like what what this level of this game was, and I think it caught so many people off guard that it just set the internet like just the internet on fire not even games internet just like just the internet in yeah. general and seeing like how much uh support it got especially from a studio like larian uh i don't think any other game is close to it except zelda at this point yeah i'm right there with you i am also like of the opinion it's just like man it's like whatever is going to like win that zeitgeist battle also gets like at least a 30 percent bump and tears of the kingdom and boulder skate was that zeitgeist like you had to be there in that moment it, you had fomo if you weren't playing those two games during yeah. their like peak time at that point like you really did have, you were missing out on something special at that point and it's just like i didn't i don't i didn't get that vibe from any other game this year besides those two yeah no me neither like i was hoping uh Star Wars gonna have that. It didn't have it for me. Um, like I know Spider Man's gonna have like that week or so, and I think that's gonna be probably its biggest 
yeah. um, time. But yeah, there there isn't a game that came out this year that had that where I was just like fiending for more of it. After I like, I would get up in the morning and just think about Baldur's Gate three and just be like, I can't wait to get off work or just play Wild Work or something like that. <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things where like it really did take over a lot of like a big facet of uh, of my life for a while there. So let's segue into that. You've been you played close to what two hundred some odd hours of Baldur's Gate three, right? Uh, I am at two hundred fifty four hours. Shit. Yeah, two hundred fifty four hours of Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so it's safe to say you you've you've done the Baldur's Gate. You you've yes. absolutely done everything there is to do. Almost. Uh, well, I haven't done the Dark Urge run, which is like a, okay. a different kind of playthrough. But my first playthrough took me about one hundred and fifty hours. Damn. For my first playthrough, yeah. And okay. then so the subsequent, and I started another playthrough, which was the Dark Urge, and I'm think I'm like, I think I'm like sixty hours into that one right now. Okay, when last we spoke, I think Tears of the Kingdom was your game of the year. Is Baldur's Gate taking that spot now? Yes, one hundred percent. Whoa. Yeah. This this game this game is it's. I did not expect the amount of options this game would have when you're talking with when you have dialogue with characters at different moments in the game. It is crazy to see that like they have an answer for like whatever happens in the game it is a little bit more scarce in act three act three i feel like it's it's i feel like if this game had another which is weird to say if this game had another year in the oven Mm -hmm. i think act three would have been like a 10 out of 10. this is is pretty much how how i kind of think about Baldur's gate act one 10 out of 10. that is because it's the most polished one it is the one with the most dialogue. It is the one with the most like, like different things that could happen. I feel outcomes two, and choices. Yeah, ex- exactly. Act two, a good nine out of ten, amazing. Not as long as Act one, but like it's still you know it gets the story going. Act three has a capability of ten out of ten, but to me it's like an eight out of ten because there's so many there's so many bugs. There's just like there's so much happening where like the game doesn't run well. Um, there's a lot of dialogue places where you're just like, that doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't anybody talk about that? <laughs> Something big just happened. So let me ask you this. Is This is a very interesting thing. What? So you played 250 hours of this game. And like, what was the driving point that really made you fall in love with this? What made the, what made Boulder Skate 3 special to you? Uh, to me, it was uh, the characters. I think mm-hmm. the companions are the best that, they, that Larian Studios has ever made. Uh, this is off with way from Divinity Original Sin. Mm-hmm. And I think the interactions between each of the characters is so well done. The voice acting is on another level, I think, in this game. So good. It's I they everybody brought their A game. I, I go through every character, even the side characters. You look at just like the side characters, they're just done so well. Everybody just like brought <laughs> everything they could. Uh, so I think it's the, I think one of the things that I loved about it and cause I just, is the, are the characters and I just wanted to keep going to see what the next story beat was with these characters. The Man. overarching story is great, but like just seeing how the characters interact and interact with the world and what's happening. I, I didn't know <laughs> what to take, make of Boulder's Gate whenever I first like, heard that it was taking over the world because like i i was one of those people who played divinity liked it but like 
because um because i was playing on pc at the time and didn't quite i'm i've never been historically the biggest pc gamer i was like that was my biggest hurdle it wasn't necessarily the quality of that game it was the quality of the platform i was playing on for and my preference about it but like i was one of those people who's been aching absolutely salivating for like some a uh, dragon age like experience and when i played when i jumped in because i had fomo of like I really did have FOMO about like, and I wanted to be a part of this conversation. I was like, so amazed with how Dragon Age it was like, because like every character felt like they had that Bioware isms to where like, these are true characters of like, of a real story that they're trying to tell, not just like, oh, I guess one of my fault, like one of my criticisms of Starfield is like also that I don't give a damn about any of these characters. Like none of the not, companions, no, none, none of the of companions, them. none of them. Absolutely. Couldn't I care? Like, I accidentally left two companions on two different planets and I didn't care to go hunt back and find find out which ones I left them on. Like, I just did not care. But in Baldur's Gate, there's characters that I first thought I was going to absolutely hate, fell in love with. And I couldn't think of a character in that game that even depending on what playstyle I, I tried to attempt, I fell in love with the, those different sides of those characters because they feel like real people. They feel real with Man, I love that game. I absolutely adore it. Yeah, it's it's. I I remember playing the game and uh, trying like meeting Shadowheart for the first time, for example, oh, right? Mm -hmm. And like I didn't like her very much. She was like, you know, she's very standoffish, kind of an asshole to you. Yeah. But then when you go through the story of like her story in specific, or specifically her story, it's just one of those things where like, man, you just you just feel bad at, at some point, and you're just like, she's just she she, she had no control over anything, nothing, absolutely. and it's just and it, things just happened to her, which like it's just like she didn't have the facilities to like deal with it, and seeing that with multiple characters and the way that they react and the way that their story progresses throughout the story uh, throughout the game, it's just it's it's great, and the main story is good too. The main story is awesome. Oh, and for sure. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed uh, a lot of the. I, I enjoyed a lot of the characters. Some of the, some of the endings were kind of weird to me. Mm -hmm. Um, for for some of the companions, but the thing it's, is, once you play through it once, you play through it again, you can do a completely different story, and you'll have a completely different outcome. Yeah, it's also a completely. It's also like a completely different world that you're in too. It's like I never thought i'd play a fantasy game with aliens like never like yeah. where there's actually like alien like um species and such like that and they and like seeing how fantasy characters deal with like aliens in this world i never I, thought that i've never played DD before so like, this never is what, either yeah this is so this so this is our first foray into this I, it, it is overwhelming at the beginning because there's so much happening there's so much roles there's so much like spell slots and stuff like that i don't know what the hell a spell slot is no i've never seen this before and like learning it and like every time i played i learned something new and it just made me fall in love in the game over and over and over again yeah you're right about the the learning curve here but i think one of the most impressive things that i found about boulders gate was like I played this with a controller and I was just like, man, as soon as I learned everything there is about like the systems and how it works, this game plays remarkably well on controller. And it's like, this is a PC ass PC game. Like yeah. I, I, 
I don't know if there's any other PC game this year that feels like more more in line of what you would think for a standardized PC game than Baldur's Gate 3, but it plays remarkably well on console and even better with a controller in my hand than the P than like mouse and keyboard for me personally, you know? That they had the whole like so you, you were you like the whole radio wheel stuff that they had yeah, it I actually, actually worked out it. really well. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I played this mouse and keyboard. That's that's how I played mm -hmm. this game. So I didn't play with controller. And from what people have told me, it's really good with uh, with controller. I don't necessarily think it's the premier way to play, but like it is, uh, it's good enough to where like if I was on the fence about like advising people, or if someone was on the fence about like, hey, should I play this on console and everything like that, I'd just tell them like, hey learn how this game works and afterwards you're really gonna have a good time you just gotta have you just gotta be patient enough to learn how the game works i think that comes into the fact now that like is is that the game is a turn-based game right it's yeah. a turn-based combat system uh it's the same thing as what they did with divinity and i i see that i think that is the biggest hurdle for a lot of people is the turn-based con the turn-based combat i think i love it i absolutely same. adore it uh, I miss the old like Final Fantasy games that have turn based and stuff like that. This one actually has like stakes when mm -hmm. you're when you're fighting uh, enemies and stuff like that because like you could kill the wrong enemy, you could like uh, kill an enemy, but then you might need like them later on. Yeah, so you could like save them and knock them out or something like that. Uh, I don't think this game would have worked without turn based. I don't think so either. I, I I absolutely don't think so either. But it's like. I look at a game like we we talked about Final Fantasy 16 earlier, and I think of like how much I think that game could have been 20 percent better than what it actually would what it actually ended up being if it was a turn based game. I I agree. I I think with when when it comes to Final Fantasy 16, I I think the main problem with that game is that I love a serious game. Don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. I love a serious game. I love the vibe that they're going for, but there's a, there's a level of too much seriousness. <laughs> and not enough, like, you know, just could do some silly shit yeah. around the map, right? Uh, that's why Final Fantasy 17 or Final Fantasy 7 uh, Rebirth gets me so excited because there's so much, like, weird and, like, goofy stuff in it. And Final Fantasy 16 felt very, by the end of it, it felt very repetitive mm -hmm. uh, with, like, a lot of the stuff that you're doing and a lot of mundane stuff. Uh, but, like, I love the story. It's just, yeah, it just kind of was like kind of lost the steam at the end there yeah I, I i get that completely so it's like to go back to boulders gate there like do you feel like this is do you feel like this is larian's elder uh, like elder ring there is where, no like, studio that could make this game except larian studios yeah like this but, is this is their premier game this is the game that put them on the map and yeah this is their elden ring like yeah. the, now everybody knows Larian Studios, like just like how everybody knows From Software. I don't think Armored Core would have sold as well as it did if it no. didn't have From Software on there. Now, no, I don't think that. So. I think you're absolutely right about that, and um, it makes me really excited for Larian's future now because I feel like they at this point like this game and well all while everything they've done so far has been really good, really polished, a lot of ten out of tens. It just didn't have like. The recognition that it deserved it was it was always slept on they were always the underground low-key the underground rapper around you know the game yeah industry. yeah there's always murmurs of them but you really don't know yeah what they what they do and what's going on kind of type thing yeah and this feels like they can announce a new ip next they, they're working on a new ip and 
it could be a starfield level like space odyssey but in a elder but with a dnd twist on it and i think we will all be salivating for it oh 1000 percent like hilarious studios has got has hit and has hit for me like a from software where they're 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 at the top of the list now or whatever comes out for that studio i'm 100 down oh yeah for sure like i'm i'm, I'm there day one give it to me i'm do, i'm good uh, I'm for sure. Let, uh, let's talk about your your class in Boulder Skate. Like, what what was your first like playthrough? Like, what was your class? Like, who'd you romance? What was so, that like for you? So I didn't know. Okay, so I I rolled a paladin. Uh, okay, and I didn't know about oath breaking. I had no idea that was even a thing. Mm -hmm. So I killed the first tieflings that were on the island. So I what? killed them because uh, of Lazel was trapped, and I killed them. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And this guy comes down. He's like, yo, you broke your oath. I was like, what? What just happened? What, is this <laughs> is this part of the game? What's going on here? And then so I was an oath-breaking paladin the entire time. And I embraced Whoa. that. Uh, I, I think paladin is one of the best, one of the coolest jobs in in D and D now because I've played all. I played a lot of them now. I've played mm -hmm. a lot of. Uh, a lot of this game with a lot of different jobs and i think paladin is one of the most fun ones because i feel like paladin has got a lot of different play styles uh depending on what kind of oath you are too um, yeah but yeah i went with the romancing of uh of shadow heart same here my playthrough yeah. yeah i tried to so i i kind of i kind of effed up a little bit uh because i was gonna go for carlock as well the oh, problem wow. okay the problem was that i did the druid camp differently and everybody oh. died no so i couldn't do her story and i was very sad oh because you need the black because you need the blacksmith right yeah for her for her story so like i was like you know what all right we're going we're going full steam shadow heart right to the end now right to the end so uh, so like let me let me ask you this because this is <laughs> this is an interesting thread here like when you play games like this, do you just like whatever consequence you get, you're just rolling with it, or do you, do you constantly keep uh, reloading? I don't reload. I didn't reload. I reloaded like I only had to reload because I died, like you know, like those kind of type things where uh, that where like you know I yeah. have a game over, I have to reload. But I went with the punches. I whatever I rolled, I rolled. I fought whoever I needed to fight. That was one of the reasons why like there's a lot of people around me that that were playing this game. They're like, did you do this? Did you see this? I was like. No, because I had to fight this guy or I had to kill this guy or something like that because my roles just weren't good. No. They just weren't good. Can persuade them to stop fighting, I'm, basically. I, I'm, I'm rolling fucking critical failures over here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's rough. That's yeah, rough. Because there was a fight with, like, the guy that drinks and you have to tell him stories. Yeah. Right? And my friend was like, she's like, Oh, I, I, I like I say I did all the precision, uh, like the per perception checks and persuasion mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and he killed himself. And I was just like, no, I had to fight that guy, and he was hard. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> wrecked. He wrecked me as well. But like, yeah, I'm man. That's so interesting because like, that makes it feel like you played 250 hours of this game and didn't even scratch the surface of all you could see. No, that's 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 the thing about it, right? That's what I really really love about this game is that. I can have a second playthrough now and I could do it completely. Like, I had Gale in my party mm -hmm. for maybe five hours of the game. Wow. And, and he left. And I didn't get any of his story. 
Is it, it so? Gail was the the the, the fiend for like relics, right? If I'm yeah, I call him yeah. the addict. He's the cocaine yeah, addict exactly. of, the, of, the, of the team. And so like I didn't get any of his story because I because I forgot to feed him another at like another oh, relic, and he just and he just fucking booked it. And then oh. there's that NPC that you see mm-hmm. in red that was that's looking for Gail. But every time I talk to him, he's like, "Oh, I have nothing to say. Just keep going. Everything's yeah. fine." couldn't couldn't talk to him at all that is so interesting because i actually you know i kept feeding like feeding him even though like i didn't even have him in my party for the majority of the game like my active party for the majority of the game but like i wanted to kind of like get his interactions and get his stories and see where where he was gonna go there so i wanted to keep him around i guess i'm a hoarder like that but like man that's so interesting like he just straight up left y'all he just he just pieced it yeah and i never got any of your story but like i started watching other people and they were going through his story and stuff like that and and it, it's very interesting of like where he came from and what his whole deal was but yeah when i was playing it that entire side was just completely nothing to me and it sucked but like that's not how i roll with the punches you know yeah. like lazel died for first act she died what yeah i uh-huh. had no idea about her story either man that is so interesting i you know like um one of the things i find interesting as well is like how well the gameplay systems work with each other because like oil makes sense in this world you could just like all all like a floor down and every, and it becomes slippery or like you go all the floor down and you could just throw fire on it and all of a sudden all hell's breaking loose because all your enemies are on fire you know like I one of the, one of the things I love works. Yeah, one of the things that I love about this game compared to Divinity is that in Divinity I am on fire ninety percent of the time. Yeah, in this <laughs> game at least I'm not on fire for for that long. Uh, but yeah, I love the environmentalness of it, where you can like there are like um like braziers at the very top or brazers mm-hmm. or whatever it's called braziers or braziers or whatever they're called. I get what you mean. It's like but chandeliers, could, but fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You could shoot like the little knob of it, and it falls mm-hmm. down and it kills like a bunch. Like it's it that kind of stuff is awesome to me. I love love that kind of thing. What like have you? Do you think like so? You played Divinity, but does this feel like it's ten steps above where Divinity left you? Like when you when you finish Divinity off? I think so because I think there is more player agency in this game, and Divinity has a lot of player agency too. Like yeah. you could talk to everybody in that game as well. Uh, animal speaking is huge for Divinity and stuff. Uh, but I think because you have so much more agency in this game of like your decisions and how much they matter puts it above Divinity for me because of how much sway you have of what's going to happen in this world. I and think that's one of the big things. So one of your amazing talents is that you're you're a really good streamer. What was it like streaming like Baldur's Gate? <laughs> I appreciate the kind words. <laughs> uh, but uh I think I think it's one of the one of the funniest things if, if people are playing this game at the same time you're playing it uh-huh. and you do something and they've already seen this like I had no idea that was even possible and I love that that's amazing because that tells me that there's so much more into this game and just seeing the shock in people like when I make decisions or like how I think about how I'm gonna make decisions and people how how they think completely different from from me and they tell me and I was just like that's just one of those things where it makes me really happy that this game has so much of that choice that I could do something and somebody else in the chat's like 
I had no idea that was even a thing. Like, or like, why were why are you even doing it this way? Like, yeah, don't don't kill this entire village. Like, <laughs> Sucks to suck, yeah. man. It is, it yeah, is what it is I at mean, this point. look at look at the last light in stuff, and I lost one of the kid. Like, she she got she got one of the ki- uh, characters got kidnapped. Yeah, everybody in that last light in do- is dead, and That's I had to kill amazing. them all. Like, I had to kill them all because they all turned. And I was, and everybody's in chat, like, "What the fuck is happening?" I was like, "I, I, I, I don't know, man. It just happens. I gotta kill a ball now." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "I gotta do what I gotta do." At this I gotta point. do. I, it's it's me or them at this point, you know. It, this like, in a weird way, it feels like, like Baldur's Gate three feels almost like a Rick and Morty adventure to for me, where like uh, anything and everything is like on the table, but like there are real world consequences, but it could be the zaniest consequence you can imagine. And that sort of feels like a Rick and Morty episode. Yeah, you, you kind of get that vibe as well. I've never watched Rick and Morty, so I don't know. Oh, okay. But but like I get the whole like any any kind of decision you make has consequences later down. Like even yeah. the smallest stuff that you've done, right? Like you could you meet a character in Act One, and all of a sudden they're there in Act Three, and they're like, "Oh, I remember you. You helped me over here on this one. Let me let me tell you something about this." Or like, "Oh man, I can't believe you killed all those people in Act One." Well, now we're gonna fight, and you know we're, yeah. we're gonna say something. That kind of stuff is awesome, and I love a I love a good callback. I love a good callback. What is like, what is probably your favorite class? Is it paladin, or do you feel like I, did you experiment and find a class you liked more? I did experiment. Uh, I played paladin. Uh, so, so like as you play the other characters, you mm-hmm. start experimenting a little bit too, right? I played paladin. I, I think rogue is really good early game yeah uh i think it loses its luster in more of the late game stuff uh so i switched to starion from rogue to wizard because my wizard ran away so you can really <laughs> deal with that uh so he i turned into a wizard because wizard is really really strong uh oh yeah for sure around the end game stuff um and i there isn't like a full like i learned late that there's a full-on healer in this game like Shadowheart heals, but you have yeah. to switch her subclass to actual like to a life uh healer instead crazy, of a trickster. It? Yeah. So that she I, gets I so never, much more healing after that. I didn't know that until very late myself, because I'm like, I would I was just using her as almost like a standard like faith mage almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, you can actually you actually do really good healing because I, I didn't know there was actually healing a uh, healer in our party because like I basically took on that role myself where I was like, I was the mage that was, you know, basically doing environmental shit or like healing people. That was all I was doing with my character. Yeah. 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 So I, I expect her into healing and I was like, all right, you are the resident healer now. You are going to do any of that. But she also has those, those guardian spirits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, she, she was also a faith uh, person as well. But, um, yeah, and then I, I messed around with Ranger. Ranger's pretty fun, too. Uh, it hits hard, but, again, you have to hit with Ranger, which is hitting yeah. anything in this game is hard enough. Yeah, that dexterity is rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like Bard. Bard is the one I didn't like. So many people like playing with Bard. I never understood the appeal. Maybe it's because I, it's like it's a goofy class? I think it's all because Vicious Mockery is an interesting class or mm-hmm. interesting skill because apparently they recorded, like, 500 pieces of dialogue for vicious mockery where you just make fun of the other person <laughs> and then it makes them go crazy so i i i think that's the only skill that bard really really has in my opinion 
it's just making people frenzy basically yeah basically yeah basically um warlock i wasn't really a big fan of i sorcerer is cool but it is very like it's very weird job it's a very weird job because it's got its own spell slots uh on top of spell slots that uh that it has yeah it's so what so on the outside of looking at if, if let's just say like people are waiting for the xbox version uh, are trying to make their decision like when the xbox version comes out and are on the fence about playing this right now what would you say is the biggest pitch you'd give to someone to say like hey you should definitely play boulder skate 3. i would say go go in ex- expecting to be over expect to be overwhelmed in the game because mm-hmm. of how much how many mechanics are all running at like at the same time but I would say just dive right straight into it and don't worry about your consequences when you make like choices. I think that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people kind of get stuck on. They're like, oh my God, I made the wrong choice. I have to like save back and I have to redo this kind of stuff. Just roll with the punches and you're just see what you kind of get with it. Just see what, what happens in the world and how the world like reacts to what you do and just kind of go with with the story itself i i think this game has probably one of the best writing uh one piece of writing uh in gaming this year um it's got probably the best voice acting that, oh, yeah. that we've had this year um and if you enjoy turn-based combat this this one's for you like this game is for you man i like that i like that pitch let's um pivot to uh, another <laughs> game you've been playing quite a bit and that's liza p and like your hot take was like souls like games just don't hit right they they feel they feel like off-brand you know off-brand souls games did did this game break the mold or is it more of the same of that off-brandness so i put 30 hours into this game uh it took me about 30 hours to finish it uh this is in my opinion the definitive best souls like game you could possibly play okay is it from from software there are problems with this game. I think the parry window is too short. Um, I think the uh, the how heavy you are and stuff like that puts way too much like pressure on like the way that you have to like like move your character and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so so many delayed attacks in this game, but Ooh, I guess that's that's the, that's the only way I think this game will work though because. You have to like this game is more of a parry game than it is dodging game. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you gotta have delayed delayed attacks. But I, oh my god, I hate delayed attacks so much. Oh, I, I thought Elden Ring was bad with delayed attacks. <laughs> <laughs> this game is a whole different level. But I think like the vibe of this game, the story is really fucking good in this game. Like the whole Pinocchio thing uh, with like the whole Geppetto lives of P and like it, they really go right into it and. I think they nailed it, and I don't know if you have you finished this game yet. No, no, I, I'm I'm almost to that breaking point to where it's whooping my ass enough to where I'm like I don't necessarily know if I'm gonna finish it. You know which, I, which boss you're on? No, um, let me see. What is? I'm trying to remember the last um the last boss I I fought. I have a screenshot. Let me see. Of um, I know a couple of those bosses only nearly made me like say like I don't know about this game, man. <laughs> yeah yeah i okay so i beat mad daddy i remember that and i i think there was a boss called like the puppet of the future king of puppets king of puppets yeah i think it, i think that was it it was like another 
another like puppet like um boss very early on. So like I did the parade master, I did the the mad donkey, I did the scrap watchman, and then I ran into like a boss that I don't know if it's the like if it's a main boss or if this is like a side boss, but like I didn't do the next boss, which a person told me is like the a king with um f some flaming attacks. Oh, you're talking about uh, King Flame Fuaco, whatever his name is. Yeah, I, I think I, I've not done that one yet. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I I think that's yeah that that boss is that boss. I think gave me a lot of a lot of trouble too. Was uh, King's Flame? And do you feel okay? So like when we did our uh like your souls recommendation of which souls game you should get into do you which like souls game do you feel like liza p is more like do you feel like it's more bloodborne you feel like it's more sekiro it's more sekiro with the world of bloodborne oh okay and then on paper that sounds really awesome that sounds great right that sounds like oh my god i want to play this game problem is that this game is really really fucking hard and <laughs> the parry window is so small that i think people will that like people that really are into like souls games and like really difficult games they're gonna enjoy this but mm -hmm. i think a lot of people are gonna drop off of it because I, uh how difficult be it is yeah because there is just there's not there's there's no room for failure i feel in this game because even when you don't parry correctly you still take damage the good thing is is that you could take the health back which yeah. i love i love that mechanic that they brought from bloodborne that's great problem is like if you're doing that all, all the time you're gonna have to keep healing you're gonna have to keep doing that and it's just one of those things where i feel like you you feel like you're not taking the like you're not you're not progressing in that way then mm -hmm. you're just always on the back foot basically more so than you are like actually getting better yeah exactly um but it like the ending of the game the story gets like that gets me excited if they ever make another one because I love the direction where they're going with this. I I absolutely love this way that they're that they're they're tackling these games. It's just I I know a lot of people are probably not going to see it, but uh because of because of the difficulty of the game, uh I think that's one of the biggest hurdles that this game has. I, so I think this is an interesting conversation here because do you like we haven't really gotten a mainline Souls game this year. I mean, Armor Core is not technically a Souls, but it it is hard. Yeah. Out of like uh, out of like the souls like games that we've gotten between like Wulong Fall Fallen Dynasty and this like Liza P, which one do you think is probably the better game in your opinion? Armor Core. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I I believe about halfway through Armor Core. Um, I think I think what From Software did with Armored Core is kind of it's it's really really cool how they brought their way if they play games or mm -hmm. the way they make games into a more fast-paced frenetic mission-based game and I, I i love what like what they've learned with like because this is the Sekiro team that made this yeah right and seeing them uh making an armored core game i wouldn't give it to anybody else like i wouldn't give it to like the like the the elden ring team to make this mm -hmm. like this is the Sekiro's team like their bread and butter of, of fast-paced combat um so I think it's just it's such a more polished game compared to the the other ones. Wo Long was to me, Wo Long didn't have the satisfaction of killing mm -hmm. enemies and bosses. Um I'm excited for Rise of Ronin because I think that's gonna be more akin to like what 
I kind of want because it looks like it's going to be more Neo-esque. Yeah. And Wolong just doesn't have that same that, that same magic. It, it doesn't yeah. have the same magic like Neo does and, and uh, like those kind of games. And I know they're going for more of a Sekiro thing, but uh, yeah, I, I just don't think they, they nailed it. They're, like I said, there's always something off about these games. There's always something off. And uh, Lions of P, I think, is the one that does kind of nail it. Because I, I also love the, the handle blade thing where you can oh, kind of so mismatch, cool. mismatch yeah. so or uh, miss or uh, match so many different handles with so many different blades and have like different combos with them and their stats change and all that kind of stuff too. I love that kind of thing. Yeah, it makes um it makes a, the ability and the way you can kind of customize the way you play the game like so intriguing. I I love that. Yeah. And I, I love I, the hand too. The hand is awesome because the hand reminds me of Sekiro where you mm -hmm. have different kind of arms and it's 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 really really neat. And I like the I like the how they mixed in the, the Pinocchio lore with Geppetto and all that kind of stuff in the in this like this um universe here. I I'm curious though like I know I know we have another light like Souls like game coming up with um what was it um Lords of the Fallen. Does that tickle your fancy or do you feel like uh, I think I might skip on that one? I mean I'm going to play it. Okay. Um, you put a Souls thing in front of me, I'm going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it goes. Uh, so I, I am going to play it. Uh, I've never played it. I've never played Lords of Fallen before, so I don't know what to expect in this game. Uh, so I am I'm cautiously cautiously optimistic about it. All right. So you you told me your your front your front runners for game of the year. I think like you got Tears of the Kingdom and and you got um, Tears of the Kingdom at Baldur's Gate. Do you think like there is a contender out there for like Souls um like indie game of the year for you? Uh, this is the one thing. This is the one thing that I think I lack. Like you you say you say you 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 say like I play a lot of games and I do like yeah. I play a lot of games. Indie games are one of those things where, like, I, I don't play enough of them. And I I wish I did. Um, I know, like, Sea of Stars only, is out there. Only so much time in the day, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's always so, so only so much time I could give. Because, like, I also work full time, right? So yeah. um, I I think Sea of Stars is, is a top contender this year. Uh, Liza so. P for sure. Liza P for sure. I, I think it'll be up there. Um, Hi-Fi Rush. It's crazy to think that Hi-Fi Rush came out this year, and we know it did, but then we look at Final Fantasy 16, we're like, oh shit, it came out this year. <laughs> you, you know, the crazy thing is, I think it's uh, <laughs> a lot of, I saw some people debating this online. Is Larian technically an indie studio? No, they are not an indie studio. Okay, I was yeah. about to say, is that technically an no, indie No, no, this, this, this studio, this studio has like, like four offices. This yeah. studio has like 600 people working for it. So they're, you would they're... call it AAA. They're they are a triple A studio. Okay, yeah. Just because like... I, I think it's just because they don't they're not owned by anybody, mm -hmm. right? They are a, a self publishing studio, so I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, you know, like they 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 made their own game, so they must be. But like like Microsoft is, isn't publishing or anything, or like Tencent or anything like that. Yeah, no, I this is a this is a triple A ass <laughs> studio, right? <laughs> Especially Baldur's Gate, like the amount of budget for this game must have yeah. been crazy to get all these people. But especially these voice actors. The dialogue, yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, what is your biggest, uh, like, most anticipated release for the fall? We we're right now coming up um, <laughs> on the month of October. What what is the, your most anticipated release? Uh, probably Spider Man, I okay. think. Or no, Alan Wake Two, I think. 
I think Whoa. Alloway too. Over because Spider-Man. I I know what I'm getting with Spider Man. Uh huh. That's the thing. I know what I'm getting. I uh, and I I love Spider Man one. I loved it. I got I soured on it at the end because I was going for the platinum trophy. Oh yeah, and, that's rough. And like, dude, doing all of those like speed uh, trials and such. Yeah, speed trials and all those uh, like those enemies that you have to kill or beat. Like to yeah. do like all the crime and stuff like that for the for the trophy. It's just oh man, I, it's I got, tedious. I got, it's very tedious. Uh, but I I know what I'm getting with Spider Man too, and I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to see that story. But I think Alabang too because I feel like it's coming out the right time, mm-hmm. right? It's coming out uh late October. Spooky season, yeah. Spooky season's there. Uh, it it looks like it's more of a thriller kind of game. Like it, it it's taking the more like thriller slash like more uh scary approach than alan wake one did and that gets me more excited than than a lot of stuff that's coming out this year or that's coming out so far maybe i'm weird but um i'm not super excited for like the fall lineup right now and maybe it's because like i only really have eyes for spider-man everything else kind of doesn't really seem like it's something that speaks to me personally but like i Am I weird? Because I'm not. I play. I went hands on at PAX, um, PAX West with Super Mario Wonder, and I've never been the Mario guy. Like, uh, it feels like more, more Mario. Like, it's Mario with a, a like a acidy twist to it, and I, yeah. I get it. I understand why people love it. It's just not for me. But, like, is it weird that like the fall kind of seems lighter than than the than the front of the year? I, I mean, I'm I'm happy that? it is. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I, I, my my wallet thinks it's happy. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like it is. Like a lot of people say, there's so many games coming out, but I feel like we hit like the the point of like so many games, and now we're just kind of waiting for the bigger releases mm-hmm. to come out. <laughs> at this point, yeah, we we've kind of hit like the the big tent poles, so to speak, and we're waiting for the final tent poles of the year. I feel like because like everything else, I'm like. I don't expect anything from Sonic. I I just don't. I like. Is I, there I, a DLC coming out? I think it's like Sonic Frontiers DLC, and then yeah. there's a Sonic like a mainline Sonic game coming out, right? It's like oh that um, it's what a, is that one Sonic the two D one, right? Are you talking about the two D yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, the one where you're playing as like four different characters all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I, I, I thought that game came out. Damn, is it already out? <laughs> I thought I thought it did. So let's see. We got um, uh, Sonic Prime is what we're. Uh, is, no, it's not Sonic Prime. Sonic Superstar. Yeah, Superstars. Superstars. Yeah, Superstars. And then we got Sonic. Oh, that com- Su- comes out on the seventeenth. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we got Sonic Superstars, and then I think was it Sonic Colors or whatever the last one was, <laughs> or Frontier or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's a Frontiers DLC coming out. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, yeah, it is. I said Sonic colors. That's what it kind of felt like, but like you were just coloring a little bit. But yeah, yeah, you were you're, you went like Super Saiyan Sonic. You did, you did. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I I don't have any faith in that. And we talked about Avatar. I don't really have faith in that. Um, I think Forza is going to be the best racing game it possibly can be that I will not care anything about. Like like it is every year. Yeah, that's exactly like what it I is it. every year. I'm more interested in seeing what Xbox does with like their lineup coming up. Oh yeah, uh, with like Fable and like they're they're more of their single player games. I'm really excited to see. Do you okay? So like, like okay, with everything that went on with Starfield, like Starfield was supposed to be like Anakin was like prophesized, the chosen one. Like Starfield kind of had all that writing on it. Do you feel like it lived up to like 
it's it's the changing of tides for Xbox. No. I don't so are think we so. still waiting for the chosen one now? Like no, I I've I I I lost that faith like two years ago. <laughs> I I lost that chosen one thing like two years ago when it comes to Xbox. There's something about Xbox that I just I it doesn't vibe with me as much as like PlayStation does mm-hmm. uh for me. I think it's just the games that they that they make just don't vibe with me as much. Like I love the Uncharted, I love the Last of Us stuff. Yeah. Apparently I just love Naughty Dog. Yeah, um, I'm the same. <laughs> Uh, but the God of Wars and stuff like that, right? Starfield was one of those things where, like, the thing is, like, Starfield, I knew what I was getting into because it's a Bethesda game. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew there's going to be, like, a lot of bugs. I knew that this game was going to... Weirdly, it ran great, which yeah. is odd, uh, for a Bethesda game. Uh, but, like, I knew what I was going to get into, and I knew it was not going to be one of those games that sets the world on fire, and I don't know. I, I, I think I've left the trade station a while ago when it comes to their games and i will play when they get on pc game pass what is what's going to be the what, like what's going to be the tide turner i'm like what is going to be is it like, like okay so with playstation and i'm not trying to be like fanning the flames of the war but here but like with playstation i know i've got horizon ghost of Tsushima, spider-man i can do um uncharted back in the day day the last of us just those alone feel like banger after banger after banger after banger well like even if one is not your jam you still had you still had something that was probably going to be your jam you had final fantasy you had um persona and such like that like though they just kept having banger after banger where it seemed like they couldn't miss except you know like um days gone but you know we all can't win um yeah i mean yeah they all can't be bangers no they all can't but like destruction all stars too but um but no, like on the Xbox side of the fence, I'm like, what is when's that coming though? Like, what's what's the wave coming? Because I could argue Redfall, Redfall wasn't it. Like, Starfield feels like it's mixed candy, and like it feels like it's kind of like that um candy that people like some pieces that people like out of like the mixed um candy assortment for Halloween. Yeah. Some of them they like, some of them they don't like. Starfield feels like that mixed candy assortment, like what is what's going to be that um like oh this is the tent pole this is like like it used to be the halo was like the the flag bearer for xbox what is the flag bearer for xbox now i i want to the one game that i'm really intrigued on and seeing more hopefully we're gonna see more fingers crossed is fable yeah i want to see more on that game i know the whole trailer came out gameplay wise whatever i I just want that gameplay to me yeah i i want to see what that game is and what what we're in store for because i i really loved halo or not halo sorry fable in the back of the day i loved halo back in the day too yeah uh i i'm a big fable fan like fable one and two are great games i even like three i'm gonna be honest it's a guilty pleasure but i like three so i'm excited to see where that goes i think that's probably my most anticipated game when it comes to xbox at this point uh I mean, I guess, I guess maybe one of their big games that have kind of come out is uh, Hellblade. Yeah, I, I'm uh, hoping Hellblade's great, but yeah. I'm like, is Hellblade gonna appeal to a massive audience? Like, is it going to be like the? Is it going to be their version of The Last of Us, or does this feel more like an Alan Wake type of situation? It's an Alan Wake situation because like it is, it's a niche game like compared yeah. to to a lot of their other stuff. I think I think Fable is like their mainstream Un- yeah okay yeah 
Yeah, so I'm like, is that enough? Is that like enough of a mainstream push there? To, like, is hey, Avowed going to be mainstream enough? I think so. I think Avowed will be. Okay. I think Avowed is going to scratch that Elder Scrolls itch that mm -hmm. a lot of people have. Like, where where like people are like excited for Elder Scrolls Six now that that's going to come out at 2050 or when I retire or whatever. Yeah. Uh, when Elder Scrolls comes out, but we'll get they're going to have Avowed, and I think Avowed's going to going to take that slot for them. And I think I think that's gonna be a big game. I hope so. I and Obsidian's really a really good studio too. Obsidian yeah. makes awesome games. Like Fallout New Vegas is awesome. Outer uh, the Outer Worlds was okay. Like it was fine. I, I know a lot of people enjoyed it. I mm -hmm. I I, I was thought not it was, one of those people. Yeah, I I was on the fence for it. Uh, but their um. Grounded was good. Like yeah. I, I thought, Grounded was was a was a neat idea. So I I, I think forgot about Grounded. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that one. Yeah, Obsidian is like very insomniac, where they just keep making fucking games, and I'm like, I don't know how you guys make games, man. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I never thought about it like that, but Obsidian might be their version of Insomniac. Yeah, yeah. I just you know like I guess like IPs haven't quite hit as hard as Insomniac's IPs, but you, you, Spider-Man though, it's hard. Yeah, if you have Spider-Man in your corner, it's a little bit tougher. Like if you look at their previous game, like Jet Set, not Jet Set Radio, uh, what was the game that they did before that? Um, um, um Sunset Overdrive. X yeah, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, I mean that that game didn't set the like you know no. that wasn't that big of a game. When you have Marvel behind you and Spider-Man, that's guaranteed to sell five million copies. <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah. You got that money, money now, but yeah. um, yeah. So this has been interesting. I, you know, I do got one last segment before I let you go. Um, it is our pro nerd trivia portion <laughs> of our show where we ask our esteemed guests five, count it five different questions based on five different nerdy topics. Uh, Harv, are you ready? I don't know how I did last time. I don't remember. I think you I did think decent. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I think you did decent. Like up, like uh, update since you were on last time. We did have one new entrant into the Hall of Fame, so we have two now, out yeah. of out of um, out of plus. I, I want to say plus 150 guests at this point. So nice. yeah, so it's it's been um it's been uh, a little bit of a hurdle for people, but I think you're gonna make it through it. So here we go. Our first. Our first question is in the realm that we just got done discussing. It is Xbox trivia. Xbox trivia. How do you feel about this category? I don't. I don't. I. I, I think I. I really don't know about that much Xbox, honestly. I yeah. know about uh, the Duke controller. I know uh, the play all the time online. I think that's I a strong I start. I know Seamus Blackley. I think that's the name. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 and Phil Spencer. That's, I know Phil Spencer. Good guy. I bumped into him at PAX. Oh wow! Just casually bumping into Phil Spencer. <laughs> yeah, I bumped into. I like legitimately bumped into him. Like, oh my like, god, that's it was, amazing. No, but um, all right. So, let's see. Here we go. All right. So, how much money did Microsoft purchase the company Rare for? How much money did Microsoft purchase Rare for? It was this was like Bethesda. I'd be like, I, I even Bethesda. I, I don't remember what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna say twenty million. Ooh, little low, but you lowballed rare there. It was three hundred and seventy-five million. Oh my god. <laughs> Rare 370 million? Rare was purchased for 375 million. Um, 
back in 20 September 24th, 2022, for which gave Microsoft the rights to Conquer's Bad Fur Day, Banjo Kazooie, but um, but Donkey Kong and Star Fox were retained by Nintendo. It turns Wait, out. Wait, this was 2022. Yeah, let's see. Rare was purchased in 2022. Wow, I thought they were under their umbrella like in like 2015 when they started work on Sea of Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yeah, that's so crazy, isn't it? That's yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so here's my thing. It's like they were purchased um, Rare, and they haven't. What have they done with them? Sea of Thieves. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. You got Banjo Kazooie. You got like Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. Like you can be putting out something, right? I mean, they put out Rare Replay. That's up. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, but what have you done for me lately at this point? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I I mean, I don't know how big Rare is. Rare is supposed to have that other game that's supposed to come out, right? Right. Um, Everwild. I think. It was oh yeah, called. that's been development hell for a yeah. while, hasn't it? Yeah. Is I think they said they restarted development on it. Yeah, man, that's so. That's I think rough. that's their next game. Yeah, that's that's rough. Okay, so uh, yeah, when is do we even have like a release window for that anymore, or is that just no. we saw it? Just... I think I think we saw it two years ago. Okay, I by the way, everyone, um, before you yell at me in the comments and such like that, Elder Wild Everwild is in development, but they did release Battle Toads in twenty twenty. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So, oh, that was rare then. I yeah. didn't know if that was rare or not. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. so. Hey, they're right. developing they're developing stuff yeah yeah well, i gotta give them more credit than i was giving them they're they're actually developing stuff over there all right so here we go with our next category it is in a galaxy far far away that is star wars trivia star wars trivia however you're feeling better about star wars than you were about xbox i've i it's, if it's if it's the games i think i'm good okay but if it's the like the tv show oh i am i am way far i am way removed from that now so oh no we'll see <laughs> all right so what character or who killed jabba the hut oh Which that was character? princess leia that is absolutely correct you are one of one yeah that, that, mm -hmm. let's see the original trilogy i got it i got yeah. it yeah for for a bonus for a bonus non-counting point do you remember what movie that was that was return of the jedi yeah absolutely yeah. nailing it all right yeah. so he's got momentum right now everybody he's got momentum all right so our next question is in the realm of harry potter harry potter trivia all right so our question is oof this one's this one's a little tough right here all right so who is manipulated into vandalizing Hogwarts with messages about the Chamber of Secrets? Who is manipulated into vandalizing Hogwarts with messages about the Chamber of Secrets? Which character? I remember this movie too. It's the one where they like they <laughs> put on like the the wall and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the is it the girl? No, it's not the girl. Is it the girl? Is it the girl? I for, I, I forgot her name. Uh, she tells about Harry and like the egg as well. We have to put it underwater. Oh. 
I don't remember the name of. I don't remember her name. Okay, the answer is Ginny Weasley. Oh, is Ginny it Ginny Weasley? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That, no, it's not her. Not her. I would. No. I would have known it was Ginny Weasley. I would have known that. Ginny Weasley. Ginny was possessed by Lord Voldemort, a teenage oh. Lord Voldemort at the time, and that's who opened the Chamber of Secrets. Oh. Yeah. So one of two. Uh, one of three. Right. That was the third yeah. question. One of yeah. three. Okay. So we're doing. We're doing good here. No. No need to fret. Thirty percent. Yeah. Our next question is in the realm of Disney. 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 Okay. 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 For animated Disney, here we go. Who was the character that trained Hercules to be a hero? Who was the oh. character that trained Hercules to be a hero? Who was it gonna be? Good this hero. was the 1990s Hercules where um I I actually think this is an underrated um Disney movie, by the way. They had a really banging soundtrack, um, very R and B like style. Um, but anyways, it had a song, a uh, main song like "Who Put the Glad in Gladiators?" Hercules. I, I like how you're vapping for me right now. Just <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, um, yeah, but like, I think so, I know. I think I know who it is. It starts with a C. Okay, okay, it starts with a C. We're, yeah. we're working working our way through it um hercules by, by the way came out in 1997 everybody um greek mythology um hercules uh, the main chiron 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 oh chiron chiron yeah chiron i like the i like the the confidence it is incorrect sir damn it is incorrect played by danny devito was oh. the character phil philatides his name was Phil. <laughs> His name was Phil. His name was just Phil. His name was just. Oh my Phil. God! Just, <laughs> what's your name? Just Phil. Just Phil. Just, Phil. Just, Phil. just you can yeah. call me Phil, kid. Um, that is so funny. Uh, that is so funny. All right. So, our last and final question: Which game? It was in the world of Nintendo, by the way. Okay. Which game was a included add-on with the purchase of a Nintendo Wii? Which game was an included add-on that came oh, with the Nintendo Wii? Wii Sports. That is absolutely correct. That is absolutely correct. One of the most most sold games ever. Ever. Right ever. Because of because of the Wii. Yeah. Because of the Wii. Did you I own remember, a Wii? I did. I I enjoyed. The, I, I I owned a Wii and Wii Sports. You know, you have no idea how many nights I lost to bowling. <laughs> All right, bowling was like the best thing when it came to uh, Wii Sports. They should, they should just make a bowling standalone game with like where you like they bring in the Mario characters. They also like have like a a real story behind it. Like not necessarily a story story because it's Nintendo. They don't really do stories, but like you know, make some effort into it, but keep those same bowling mechanics. I think they'd be have down. a hit. Yeah, I'm down. Let's go. I'm like Super Mario Bowling at this point. It's got to be better than Super Mario Strikers, worse. Yeah, I, I mean any other sports game now at this point. Oh yeah, from what I've seen, like even rough. even uh, what is it called? Uh, I heard uh, Mario Tennis wasn't that great either. Oh, Mario Tennis and golf were very shallow games. Yeah, very. Yeah, golf shallow. as well. Yeah, golf as yeah. well. Yeah. So, Harv, before we get up out of here, where can the good people find you? 
Uh, you can find me at uh, Beard in the Hair pretty much everywhere. Twitch, YouTube, YouTube. I put a lot of Baldur's Gate content out. Uh, every week, there's a new Baldur's Gate video on the mods for the PC uh, side of things. So if you are a big PC person and you like uh, putting in mods into your game, I pretty much go over the five best mods every week uh, over there. And then plus reviews. Uh, my review for Lies of P should be out next week. Um, but yeah, Where can people read that? Uh, all, it's at youtube.com slash beer in the hair. Okay, okay. So yeah. we got good reviews coming out. We got good content coming out. He is absolutely killing it. Uh, always a fan of his. He does amazing, amazing work with his um, streaming as well. So definitely go check him out. Um, Harf, when are you putting together another Uno tournament? Because I need redemption. I want I want to do I I want to do a party animals tournament. Oh, I got to up on that thing. Yeah, yeah I I want to do that one uh probably like I I'm trying to get somebody to help me run it, mm-hmm. but I think Uno would be I I want to do another Uno one. I really do want to do another Uno one. Uh because yeah. that was so much fun. It that really was, was so much fun, yeah. It really was. Yeah. So everyone Harv absolutely organizes a lot of these fun events. You should definitely go check them out. Give them a follow and Harv, thank you so much for doing this, man. Always glad to have you on the show. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me again. I that I mean, I love talking about single player <laughs> games, and you're a single player uh, fan, so like, yeah, I love talking to you, and it's 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 awesome. I love match it. match made in heaven there. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. This has been the single player experience. I've been Sebastian. Uh, that's been Harv over there. Stay safe, stay gaming, and enjoy that single player experience. Bye, everybody. Peace. So that's a wrap for this episode. I want to give a special thank you and shout out to Harv Kumar for being on the show today. I also want to let you know about the Single Player Experience Discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to talk about the good single player games they've been playing lately and to get video game recommendations. Think of it kind of like a book club for single player gamers. The link to join will be in the description. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list, talk about the good games you've been playing, or give your feedback on the show. If you have a game that you think should be recommended or that you think I should talk about, let me know in the Single Player Experience Discord server. I'll see you there. Before we go, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace!